I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. We're about to pick up where we left off with the Doctor and friends in peril. Will they get out safely? This is The Doctor Dances. Hello Lawrence, welcome to this silly little Doctor Who show. Thank you, Nathan. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for welcoming me in like a guest as well. I'm happy to be here. Oh, no. It's not a permanent placement then, though. No, absolutely not. You kind of will be replaced at any moment. Fair enough. Who would you replace me with out of interest? Uh, Peter Capaldi. I mean, he'd be a better get for the show. I wouldn't blame you if you did. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be quite fun. Nathan, we are here to discuss the second part of this empty child saga. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. It's, I was fine. I was trying to think of a more interesting way to say it's a two-parter episode, and we're doing the second part. All right. I never know how to bring in with these because we've already spoken about like the concept and where we are and all of this stuff. Do you have your Martha with you? I have my Martha with me. She is here. She is wearing what she always wears. As she is not one of those fancy action figures that you can snap on and off clothes like a Polly Pocket. Um, but there has. I don't think a Polly Pocket is a fancy action figure. No, but you, you have the the added accessibility, don't you? Whereas this Martha doesn't have that. But then, does Martha have any other signature outfits to change to? Not signature, no. No. Like, whenever anyone thinks of Martha, the main sort of idea that's projected is the the red leather jacket look. That's her. Yeah. That's her iconic look. Was she wearing that leather jacket in forty two when everyone was sweating up a storm? No, she was wearing a tank top. Oh, I'll take the. T- Hang on a minute. No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I'll take a Martha action figure with a tank top on, please. She's sounding like a real pervert. Nathan, I hear there's been developments. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. And then just proceeds to say it. No, I'm saying if I did say it, I would have sounded but you like did this. Say no, it. but I didn't say it, Nathan. I thought about it and then I didn't say it. But then I wanted but then to tell everyone what it. I would have said. <laughs> By saying it. No, 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 because I didn't say it. I was telling people what I would have said. But you. 
Never mind. Nathan, I hear you're joined by three young men. They're not young men. They're all 900 years old, around about. Go on then. Um, but yeah, I picked up myself. I was jealous of your little Martha that you have joining you every week on the podcast. Yeah. So I picked up myself a, a little three-pack of uh, 10th Doctor uh, action figures. So I have a, um, a, a standard David Tennant in his... Uh, classic blue suit, the best look. Uh, then we have a version of him uh, again in the blue suit with uh, the brown overcoat. Yeah. Um, and then we have somewhere. Oh, there he is. A uh, version of him um, in the uh, in half in the uh, the raggedy, disgusting, ugly brown suit. Um, but it's uh, no jacket, and it's all it's all kind of like. Uh, like it's basically Matt Smith's outfit in the opening of the eleventh um, hour or whatever it is, um, but but it's David Tennant, so there we go. I like that they gave you that option that just never appears in the show, but they were like, yeah, he may want to wrap. That makes the blue suit argument look worse as well because that's Matt Smith's Matt Smith's eleventh uh, hour outfit for the longest time is raggedy and destroyed, but the blue yeah. suit itself, when it's in pristine condition, it's never looked better than the ending few shots of the Christmas Invasion. Banger, banger costume, and everyone agrees with me. What What was your point there? That the 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 brown suit is ragged and looks gross. Therefore, it's better than the blue suit. No, no, I'm saying on your action figure, it's it's ragged because it's it's been through falling through a glass window and everything. Yeah. So it doesn't do justice to the beautifulness that is the blue suit. The blue suit. Yeah. No, fuck no! The brown suit. No shit. You said it. You said no. it. No. We all heard it. No. You fuck. said it. I didn't you mean it. it. Nathan, where are we? What are we picking up from? What's going on? Um. So the doctor and Co. As I said, were uh, getting surrounded by the um the what are they? The 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 zombies. They're not zombies though, are they? They're the they're gas the, mask zombies. They're the gas mask. Um. I don't know things the gas mask they were surrounded by the gas mask people mm. uh they were all looking for their mummy and they were ready to turn uh rose uh jack and docky into into one of them basically and it was a it was a, it was a frightening cliffhanger how would our heroes get out of this how would they get out of this one by how de- do they get out of it lawrence by delivering the wildest fucking gambit play that has ever been played with no seemingly no logic that it would work. Um, I do I mean, like that's, that's Doctor Who down to a fucking T though. Yeah, <laughs> we wrote ourselves into a corner, then we made up something that either the sonic screwdriver can do or the Doctor suddenly has more information than he did a minute ago. Yeah. Um, no, I like it. So the, do- the Doctor shouts, "Go to your room!" And it's very. He does it a few times. It's very, uh, very, very serious. Um, and they listen, and I like that. I do like that they kind of acknowledge how stupid it is by by uh, Christopher Eccleston being like, "That would have been terrible. <laughs> the last thing to say. <laughs> that would have been awful. Last words." That was very fun. Very fun little note from Chris there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did enjoy that. A lot of Doctor Who uh, cliffhangers for two part episodes, especially in the the RTD one era. They're very samey. They are almost <laughs> always the exact same, and go then on, the resolution on. is almost always the exact same as well. Yeah, um, it's it's something we'll notice a lot. I'm not going to get into specifically what they are now, but 
but as as we go through this journey, it will come up again and again and again. Okay. Um, so so yeah, get excited, I guess. I am excited. Well, we've already had a few cliffhangers. Well, no, we've had we had the the Slovene cliffhanger there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is this our, this isn't our second two part, or is it? It is. Yeah. Oh bloody hell! Look at us. Um, <laughs> I I didn't realize this when I was younger. Um, well, I obviously did at some point, but I didn't retain the information until I was older. Um, the gas masks are flesh and bone. They introduce them as not like they are. They're like. What, does that mean they're like made well, out of not, human skin type thing? They're not flesh and bone. It's just it's it says in the last episode. It's just fused to the skin. Gross. Yeah, that is fucking grim. I like that they introduced quite early on in this because um, the, the thing I the thing I wasn't too keen about last episode is it was we didn't get a lot of answers. We got a lot of setup. Um, yeah, and, and I like taking time with it. But in this, I really appreciate they get straight in and they're like, it's something biological, something's going on, and I'm like, okay, I've got something to lean on here because I I don't know about you, what but you I mean? forgot this resolution. I forgot how this episode ended completely. Really. I knew that it was an upbeat ending. That's the only thing I remembered. Oh no, I was fully aware. Oh, okay. Yes. I know, but I, I just like they they make it a biology thing straight away. It's not like there's something alien going on. There is a little bit, but it's it's deeper than that. And I think the the resolution kind of pays off. But anyway, okay. I don't want to jump the gun. Jack likes to go to Pompeii. Does this have any implications for an episode we may not have seen? Yeah. Are you saying, like, why didn't we see him in the, the Pfizer Pompeii episode? Not why didn't we see him, because he does explain it. But I like to imagine yeah. a scenario where Jack's vortex manipulator fucks up or something, and he's just yeah. there, and he's like, Who's, who are these people? They look... <laughs> I feel like I know them from somewhere. And it's just the Doctor and Donna running around. Jackson, has Jack... Why? He wouldn't know them, though, would he? Not if not mm. if that's before this point in his timeline. That's true. Yeah. Does he go on conning again after this? No. Is he just back back to Earth and tortured and stuff? Well, he hasn't started tortured yet. No, but like, d- does he ever fall back into his con man ways? I can't remember if he does any bad shit so. after this. Because now he's with the Doctor and Rose. Yeah. And he's and then he dies. And then he goes to Earth and sets up tortured. That's true. Um... <laughs> Can I get your opinion? We, we have our opinion on eggs, machina machines in Doctor Who, of which there are loads, but most notably the sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Where do you land on the squareness gun? The squareness gun is exactly uh, a, a continuation of the point you were making last week, mm. where Jack is what Doctor Who the American reboot would have been. <laughs> yeah. Like it's he is the doctor but cheesy American. You know, he's he's young, he's handsome, he's sexy, he's you know, he's he's got a, a big sexy alien spaceship rather than a British blue box. He's mm. he's got a gun instead of a screwdriver. It's 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 he's the American antithesis of of the doctor. So it's, so yeah. It's the bigger louder dumber concept, isn't it? <laughs> bigger louder dumber cheesier smile um <laughs> so yeah so i i think it just is just a continuation of that trope really which i enjoy squareness gun is um it's dumb it's stupid yeah. it makes no sense and it seems like a very impractical device it, to be honest it seems like um 
Seems like calling it a squareness gun is an oversimplification as well, considering it like has millions of settings. He's he's like mm. downloaded a DLC for it with new features or something. He says um, he's got on it like a, a cannon, a disruptor. What what does any of that mean? Are all of those just words, <laughs> basically. Yeah, They're just funny, uh, not sci-fi sounding words, but just I don't know combat we're ready to go we're ready to fight these uh innocent gas mask wearing victims yeah i feel like whenever you whenever they introduce some sort of new sonic system it 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 applies a limitation to what the sonic screwdriver can do because i believe if doctor who if the doc if the doctor turned around and his sonic shot a hole in a wall yeah i'd believe it in fact i'm fairly certain at one point it does in doomsday which one's Doomsday? Is that the, the one, Rose's last one? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's when the Doctor's around the cult of Scaro and he's like, if I fine-tune this frequency, and then the doors fucking blow in. Either that or Jake shoots oh, him. No, yeah, he, no, he, he, he doesn't... He's, he says what it is. He's just basically saying it's a screwdriver. It doesn't do fuck all. doesn't do anything. doesn't kill. Doesn't, what it does do is open doors, and then he sonics, and then boom. But that could just be he's just triggering an explosive device. It's already planted on the door. That's so. true. Yeah. yeah, fair. Well, we don't know. We don't know enough to come in, but we certainly in, will um, learn. In um, Peter Capaldi's penultimate episode, he's just running through a field of Cybermen, just pointing the screwdriver at them, and then they explode one by one. <laughs> so, <laughs> seems like that could have been a useful setting a few times. <laughs> so, look, it changes. Okay, <laughs> Jackie's like, I don't want to become a Cyberman. The Doctor's like, There's nothing I can do about it. You're gonna have to run up like eight flights of stairs to get away from him. Yeah, turns out, just give her the Sonic. She'd been fine. Um, maybe there's may- maybe there's an explanation for it though. Who knows? Who knows? Um, listen, we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna touch back in uh, with Nancy. Um, <laughs> Nan- yeah. Nancy delivers. Quite possibly the harshest dress down of a man I've ever seen. You know, you know, like the Ben Shapiro owned compilations. I don't watch those like you do all the time. That's <laughs> true. So I'm, I'm watching them all the time. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not as familiar with them, but I, I think I get the the general gist of what you're trying to say. Well, there's there's a big angry like queen and country gammon fella. Yes, who's like you've had all the food off who's my plate. Um, Whose whose wife the, the the wife is um I don't know her name but she, she's in East, she was in EastEnders um and she's you, know, you showed me this clip before and I haven't been able to stop laughing since did I it. I don't recall she, anything yeah she comes into the pub oh. and she's like oh I'm starving you got any crisps and Phil goes shut up you fat cow <laughs> we do need stupid fat cow. And then it, the one I showed you is it the one where Lethal Bizzle then comes in and is, as he punches oh. a kid and goes pow. Maybe I don't remember that. But <laughs> wait, is that Heather then? Yeah, is, is it Heather? Was that a name? Uh, Heather's her name in Corona- whatever soap opera she's in. EastEnders. EastEnders. Yeah. Heather's her name in that. I'm pretty sure that's her. Yeah, same, <laughs> the same woman. <laughs> so that's our. That's our. Is that our second? I mean, surely there's have been more, but is that our second? Notable character uh, crossover with a soap opera. Oh, there's certainly more. Clara was in Emmerdale, so like. Oh right, okay, yeah. There's there's so many more that will that will come across. Um, but I yeah, for now I guess that's. I should put my phone aside. Um, that's was uh yeah the second one. Yeah, fair play. 
Um, <laughs> Although there's probably almost certainly already been more as well that we don't know about because we don't watch the subs. So. That's true. Um, where where do we land on this debate, Nathan? This big angry queen and country gammon. Yes. He's getting irate at Nancy uh, for stealing his food. Yes. Are we cross because he's rude to Nancy? Or are we on his side because he's doing what he's doing on the side with the butcher? Are we an ally in this scenario or not? Mm. We don't need to. There's the tightrope, Nathan. Now walk it. <laughs> Great. Okay. Where do you land on this? Thank you to a straight man for putting me in this position. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, no, we're we're on Nancy's side. Like, yeah. like nothing changes. All right. Well, that's fine. Just is because that... he's sleeping with a butcher. Is that your final answer, Nathan? Yeah, it is. I'll see it. <laughs> I'll see you're not afraid. No, you I'm tell him how it is. Um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, prejudice, um, the. The doctor, when he's stressed, likes to insult species, according to Rose. He does, yeah. It makes sense. It is. We've seen him do it throughout the season. Like, whenever anything goes wrong for him or just doesn't go the way uh, he figured out or he gets a little bit cross, he's like, oh, you stupid apes. And he's he's always... He's not ha- he's not a happy bunny. He, he just likes to get a little bit racist whenever things... <laughs> Don't go his way, really. Which is funny because in the one time like Rose does it and makes like a judgment on an alien looking creepy, the doctor's like, "That's fucking very bigoted of you, Rose." That is. Yeah, yeah. Do as what's that expression? Do as I do or something? Do as I don't know. Do as I do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, doctor's a hypocrite. That's the point I'm making here. Everyone in the show's a hypocrite. (laughs) It's true. Where where are we at? What happens? What happens after Nancy? Dresses down the the butcher, no, the, the man who's having sex with the butcher. Um, she so she gets her, her tools and everything, um, and then oh, here, here's what happens. Um, there's a there's a scene where the doctor Rose and Jack there they find this uh, little room where young Jamie was being held mm. and experimented on and. Is where he was in the hospital and stuff. It's it's his room basically, and then there's there's a great moment and it's we, we talked last week about the the horror uh, of of these of these two episodes and how it's just played so well. It's it's not so much you know blink esque and it's uh, jump scares and that sort of thing. It's more psychological and chilling yeah. really and just a little bit haunting um, in its way. And there's just a great moment. Where there's a there's a tape recorder that's playing, you, you're just hearing um, sounds of the child, just you know, constantly asking, "Are you my mummy? I'm here." All all that shit he says, and then there's a moment when the tape recorder stops, but the Jamie's still going. He's yeah. still hearing Jamie, and then later it turns out that he's in the room with them, and it's just a oh, it's a bone chilling moment because when they draw attention to it, like the tape recorder stopped, you're like, oh shit. I, oh, okay. I'm a big fucking sucker for that like horror cliche as well like the big and and can you see where you are yeah then why are we floating or something like that do you know what I mean like those reveals <laughs> what no but like the, the <laughs> reveals that? of like you think you know you think you know the scenario that's happening and you're like so the person questions and then they're like yeah I know I know what's going on and they're like then why is this happening 
But why are they floating? I don't know. Like, it was just a scenario. Is just that? another scenario. What <laughs> <laughs> scenario? I don't know. Just a, a scenario where they're floating, and that's the scary thing. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Okay. No, I, I'm just saying I like that kind of trope and paired with the um, like the the spookiness. Uh, he gets a yes. few more lines in this one. Jamie does. Um, yeah. He's he's he's. he's I'm here, mummy. Yeah. I'm in there's the There's a room. few more situational ones. You know, like when um, you know, like you've ever had a, like a toy Woody and you pull his back. Yeah. Uh, he's now got a few more phrases that he can say, um, which is good. But no, spooky as shit. Spooky as shit. I like and, that he uh, waits so there to sp- be creepy as well. Yeah, yeah. So spooky that they, they do it twice. They do, do it twice? <laughs> yeah. they, they do it twice. They do it again later. Uh, probably about like 15 minutes later or so with uh, the typewriter. Yeah. Um, but hey, still effective. It still works. It's effective. It's less creepy because the typewriter is just going off itself. <laughs> yeah, but even even so, like, I, obviously now I've seen this episode a few times, so I know, like, what's happening. But, like, I remember the first time I was watching this, like, I was like, yeah, this all this all makes sense. Like, there's there's no reason why that typewriter noise should not be going off, even though I can clearly see the kid and he's not typing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, this is fine. And then I was like, oh no, it's the full sense of security of it all, isn't it? Like you, yeah, exactly. You get used to noises being heard in a scene, and then when they suddenly start, it's why so many people found. Um, if, if you saw a quiet place in the cinema, it's why so many people were like, oh, it's so much creepier than it actually really is. It's just because yeah. you're not used to being in a cinema and hearing that much silence. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, very, very cool stuff. Um, is really, really interesting. But anyway, um, so oh. so the Doctor, uh, Rose and Jack are having mm. to run away because all of the gas mask people have woken up. Um, yes. Well, they, they've got out of their rooms again. Instead of telling them to go to their rooms again, as that clearly seemed to work last time. It only works once. Well, it worked once, but I think it would work again. If it worked for all of them, the law of averages, that's got to be in your favour to at least give it a go. Mm. I'd have tried it again. Oh, you want it, You want something new, do you? What, what would you have done in the scenario? I would have taken a um, a gun from the 51st century and pointed <laughs> it at the floor. That's what I would have done. Yeah, I would have done that too. Um, but no, but before that does happen, uh, there's a bit of a dick measuring contest. Um, which oh, yeah. the, the, the American versus the British... Uh, it comes together in quite a, a fun way where the doctor slights to feel slightly emasculated by he's he's only got a little screwdriver. Yeah, what I noticed when I was um watching that that little that little moment play out, what I noticed is that Stephen Moffat wrote the exact same scene twice. Um he wrote that exact same scene um a couple of years later, um playing out with Matt Smith and River Song. Um, and I think it works better that time. What but it was still a bit of fun. Give me, give me the lowdown on that scene. What happened again? What scene? The River Song and Matt Smith one. Oh, they're just like back to back, and and he's like, and they're like, oh, I've, and River's like, oh, I've got a gun. I'm gonna shoot everyone, and he's like, yeah, me too. I've I've got this. Oh, and, just basically just someone ripping on the screwdriver again. Yeah, she tells him to go put up some cabinets. <laughs> oh yes, no, I do remember that. But I don't think it matches what we've seen the capability of the sonic screwdriver like I'm not being I'm not making fun of one of them if it's in my pocket like it can do everything <laughs> so far yeah, yeah but it's it, it can but it's not it's not um 
it's not the most useful tool for that exact situation. Yeah. Like in in the scene with River and the Doctor, River is literally like shooting all like the silence and you know who are actually attacking them, and Matt Smith is just waving his sonic around, and she's like. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> he should have like, he should have put helping. his explode Cyberman setting on. <laughs> he should have, yeah. And it would have worked. Yeah. Um no, but uh, so what there's all if it seems like we're jumping back and forth, it's because this episode is basically just two storylines. We do a scene for scene swap out really, don't we? Um So what's what's Nancy up to at this point? Nancy's gone to What's she doing? She's got her tools, where's she off to? The um the train yard or whatever like a railway station type thing isn't it but it's where whatever it's where whatever jack jack the 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 ambulance thing that jack was trying to get people to buy as part of his con it's where that landed i think before that though there's a um there's a moment where jack rose and the doctor are like they're kind of like stranded locked in this room where um or all, all the the gas mask children or, or whatever they're they're like outside, they're banging on the wall, they're trapped in this room, nowhere else to go, really. Mm. And then they, they turn around and, oh, Jack's, Jack's suddenly gone. He's teleported back to his shit. Shit, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then and then we get a moment, uh, this episode is called The Doctor Dances, and then we get a moment about with uh, Rose and the Doctor uh, talking about dancing, because, you know, they alluded to Jack and Rose were having a little dance earlier, and mm. now they're talking about how the Doctor... He doesn't necessarily dance. It's not his thing. Um, it's not subtle, is it? What dancing is? <laughs> no. It's it, it, when I was a kid, I had no idea. Like I was like, yeah, they're all dancing. This is fine. It's sex. Yeah. The, dancing is very clearly sex. The, this episode it, should be called "The Doctor Fucks." That's the exact fucking no I wrote, and I'm so mad you said it first. <laughs> You teed me up for it. I'm sorry. You stupid cunt. <laughs> Nathan, family-friendly show. I don't care. It's staying in. So I say that after I just loudly went, the doctor fucks into my microphone. Exactly. The doctor fucks. <laughs> no, I was getting cut. Oh, come on. Anyway, so this episode uh, should be called The Doctor Fucks. I just cut out everything you said. Oh, good. good. Yeah. I definitely didn't make the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do the applause sound effect. Get your recognition. You won't hear it. Okay. Um, well done. Well done, Nathan. Bask in that applause. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, it's not. It's not subtle in the slightest. Um, but also, like, where does this land? Because you're, you're, uh, you're, you're a believer of a lot of people ignore the nine and Rose romance. Yes. You're a big. I wouldn't say you're an advocate for it, but you you think it's more prevalent than people other people think, right? I do, yeah, and I, and I think this episode definitely leans into that. I think the the moments, the the scene in that room where they're talking about dancing, I think that's very clearly them two flirting with each other. If yeah. if dancing means what we're saying, it means they're clearly having, which to be clear you know, a, is fucking. A, <laughs> Yes, well done, Lawrence. <laughs> they're clearly, you know, having like a, a their whole conversation is a double entendre, um, and then even even down to the fact that you know they they get teleported into Jack's ship and don't even realize it until he interrupts them just because they're so focused on one another. Mm. I think, yeah, I think this definitely leans into all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I still don't. I I can see what the show's doing. Why are you not buying it? Is it the age difference? I see. I. <laughs> I don't know if it is. I just, 
Because if you're upset with this age difference, boy, we got some stuff coming. Oh, I know we do. Um, no, I, I'm more like... Um, it's it's not that I don't buy into it. It's it's more. Is it because it's not young and sexy David Tennant who's just like, oh, I'm so handsome. No, but I I view that more as like, uh, they know each other better naturally because they've known the, she's known the Doctor for longer. For this, I don't because the entire season shows me that Rose is not like, and we've spoken about this with her loyalty to Mickey and stuff. She's not emotionally all that mature to like handle relationship and and the feelings of like attraction and love and intimacy and all of this. So I just feel like, I don't know, the whole thing to me reads, the Doctor is lonely, and this is the first person he's connected to in a, in quite a long time, uh, especially after like the personal tragedy that he's endured. And also... I, I think that's also true. Yeah, but, but then, but then the, the, way, the reason I guess I maybe don't believe it so much on Rose's side is I think it's more infatuation with who this man is and what this man can do, rather than... Because she, she talks a big game of, oh, you're not, you think you're so impressive, you're not. She's absolutely fucking, who wouldn't be impressed yeah. by all of this? And I just, I read it less as love and I view it more as admiration that Rose doesn't know what to do with. I don't know, does that, maybe that's more of a cynical read on it, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, I, I think there's definitely, Maybe not love, because love's a very strong word, but mm. at least a, a mutual attraction. Uh, there's yeah. A, um, there's the start. I'm not saying they're full on like I love you to each other, but there is definitely, um, you know, seeds are being planted. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Um, always, always. We talk about ten and nine, and as well, like they're separate people when they're not. <laughs> like they are the same. Yeah. There's a change, naturally. They are, though, aren't they? The yeah. Doctors are separate people. Do you do you, do you see they're... it like that? Yeah, well, then they're not like... They have different personalities and characteristics and stuff. But do you like... not think, like, the memory... Do you not think maybe the reason, like, Ten did fall in love with Rose was his experiences as Nine? And Yes, I believe so, but... It's still, like... It... it... Ten says himself, it's a fucking lottery. Like, yeah. he, he could have came out as like another, another dude or or another woman, um, who would have just no fucking interest in Rose whatsoever, like romantic. That's true. Yeah. Or otherwise. So, is there an instance where that does happen? <laughs> I, I see. I would be tempted to say, um, when it goes between um eleven to twelve with Clara, because mm. there's definitely a, a a mutual attraction between uh eleven and Clara. Yeah. But then I think I personally believe that twelve and Clara fucking full on loved each other so much more. Do you? Than, oh, do you think? What like love, yeah. love, or or love, 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 love? Interesting. Yeah. And we can get into that. Yeah. Well, we 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 have we have plenty. We have all the time in the world to get round to those two. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, right. Speaking of um, nothing, this isn't the segue. I'm just changing the point. Um, okay. <laughs> Nancy is captured uh, yes. in what I would argue is one of the tensest scenes in this episode. Um, she's okay. she's captured by Captain British McBritain. Uh, yes. who is called I believe they even call him something like Jenkins or Jensen which is just the most if you're writing a World yeah. War 2 soldier there's going to be a Jensen or something in there yeah of course because um, that's how it goes uh, but she's locked up 
Uh, and the first thing we again one of my favorite things about last week's episode was the like the smash cut to the man with the scar uh, dr constantine's scar on him to just yeah reveal straight away we're we're not out of the woods we're in danger still yeah um, yeah absolutely and they do that here with um fucking i don't know private jensen let's call him that um and and his scar as well i believe i believe he's more of it no like Wait, which one's Jensen? That's a, I get. I don't know if any of them are called Jensen to reiterate. But there's. I thought you were talking about like the guy who who were like who was locking up in Amsterdam. Well, there's the that. Officer. He's no. He's Captain uh, Britain McBritannia. Let's call him that. Um, See, I thought you just. This is all way too confusing. <laughs> They're both very British. So there's Captain Guy. There's Captain. Wait. There's Officer who Jack has sex with. And then there's this guy who's about to become a, a, a mummy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Is that the same guy, that officer who Jack has sex with? Yeah, because then later Jack goes up to him and is like, we have sex. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, are you my mummy? And he's like, what? Oh, yeah. He's like, what? I'm not into this. <laughs> this is a new one. Come here, let me smack your bum. Um, yeah, so we right, we'll have we have officer who Jack has sex with. Yeah, That's on his badge. That's on his medals. Uh, and let's call him Private Jensen. Okay, Private Jensen. Right, sure. So Private Jensen shackled Now that the up. characters have been established in the scene. <laughs> yeah, with the names that they don't have in the scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so Nan- Nancy's locked up, and I, lo- I just love the fact that she's like... She's smart, Nancy. Yes. She's a fucking, like... She's an interesting, smart character who also... She's a mother. Like, she, she doesn't give a shit about any of this time bollocks. Yeah. She's just like... I... I want to figure out what the fuck happened to my son and I'm playing my cards close to my chest because I'm looking out for me. Um, but I just, I just love that scene and how it, the, we don't necessarily get the resolution right there and then. Um, but <clears throat> she's, she's handcuffed to a fucking desk next to a guy who's about to become a, a mummy zombie thing. Not to um, reveal my cards, but um, I would like to, but I will not say too much right now because I'll be talking more about this scene uh, in a in a later segment. Oh, <laughs> um, this scene. So, yes. Okay, fair enough. So, so <laughs> I think um... you might have shown your cards a little. Bit. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. It is good to know that we don't have the same one. <laughs> well, 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 well. Who see. knows? Who no, knows? Who knows? Um, Anything can happen. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, all right. Well, I won't. I won't <laughs> discuss that scene anymore. I'll leave it for you, um, and we can always wrap up any points that we didn't make a bit later. Um, let's talk more this has been a, a Sonic heavy episode um, 
But I would like. Has it? I don't think it has. Okay, well then you're about to change your mind. Alright. Um, <laughs> because I would like to. Uh, I would like to ask if you're familiar with the sonic screwdriver setting 242088. Um, I believe, Lawrence, that is the exact setting which either cuts or reattaches wires. <laughs> well, you'd, One of the two. you'd be right, Nathan. It reattaches them doing it. There we go. See? The most blatant fucking gambit use I've ever seen so far. <laughs> What do you mean? It fucking and they show it. They show it happening, no. and it's just we digitally removed a bit of the barbed wire, and then it slowly just slides back together. It's terrible. the primary use of the sonic screwdriver is to open and close doors. It's, it's not a, a door. No, well, it's the it's concept the same, of a door. It's the same basic principle. <laughs> okay. It's, it's it's sticking to its main programming. I feel that's not the most egregious use of the screwdriver. Well, all right, I I will I, I will concede my point if you will concede mm. this bit of head cannon. Um, if 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 we are to call this quote unquote opening or closing a door, yeah, then I will only believe it if the the prior two thousand four hundred twenty eighty seven settings. Yeah. are more efficient ways of opening a door or closing a door. I Look, I never said it's only use. <laughs> I said it's primary okay. use. Also, what okay. is that number? That doesn't, it's, that's not a number. <laughs> it's just, look, I could easily segue into Nathan nitpicks a thing here and be like, oh, this number, like, there's 2,000 settings for the Sonic, what do they do here? But, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, sure. I, I'll believe that the Sonic has that many sayings because why not? I just don't. It's... I just don't understand the concept of where twenty comes before eighty-eight in a number. <laughs> it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Wait, what? What's the number? Listen what to the mean? number, right? Yeah. Two thousand four hundred twenty eighty-eight. Maybe it's like two thousand four hundred. Two thousand four hundred and twenty. Setting one, setting two, setting three, all the way up to eighty-eight and possibly beyond. Like this is the eighty-eighth version of setting two thousand four hundred and twenty or whatever the fuck it is. Maybe because I'm I'm not good at math, so I'm now writing it out in my head and I'm thinking, is that a number? Two thousand. I think it's like it's two thousand four hundred. Are you sure that's what he says first of all? Yeah, I I, I played that sequence about fucking okay. eight times because he says it all quickly right. as well. All right, so if that's what he says. Then what is it? Two thousand four hundred twenty eighty-eight. Yeah, two thousand four hundred twenty eighty-eight. So the way I see it is, it's two thousand four hundred twenty dot or dash or colon or whatever you want. Yeah, eighty-eight. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's the eighty-eighth variation of of setting two thousand four hundred twenty. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Fucking. Which, which means that like all those two thousand, there could be like a hundred different <laughs> oh versions God. of those. Which just multiplies it exponentially. Fuck me. Um, but, 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 yeah. This probably, okay. right. Maybe, maybe, like, setting 2420 is for barbed wire. And then <laughs> setting 88 is to reattach the barbed wire. I, and then setting 89 is to turn the barbed wire blue. I can't because name six things I'd do with barbed wire, let alone <laughs> fucking 88. At minimum. Um... <laughs> 
I tell you what, this for the audience, this is not why you come here to listen to this podcast, but I tell no. you what, you're glad you get these biting fucking... I yeah, feel like we're doing an ending gonna... explained video. Where else are you going to get this kind of insight? Radio Scaro? Fuck off. <laughs> no, we don't know them. <laughs> no, I'm sure they're lovely. I'm sure they're lovely too. Um, although I will take the time to say that what culture and who culture by extension once put me through two rounds of fucking videos, got free com- uh, content out of me, never responded to my emails. <laughs> Go fuck yourself and die in a well. I think they are pretty scummy. Yeah. Like there's there's not great stuff about them. Just get fucked. That specific guy. Maybe bleep bleep his name, but fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, they. Oh, you just put more work for me. Um, they. I think they're known to be just a bit scummy. Yeah. Um. So. Worst thing is they've so, got yeah. some nice presenters. Like some of their some of their people are nice, but as a as a company and a culture, they just suck. They just suck hard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm not above working for you still. If you want to give me an opportunity. <laughs> Got to pay them. Got to pay that Christmas time off, Nathan. <laughs> Not me. I had paid leave. Oh, damn you! Um, what? <laughs> so what? Right? What do? You, let's talk about um, the, at, at that Sonic Screwdriver moment. Um, there's a great moment where we we've seen a few times Rose interacting with the episode locals, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love the fact that when the Doctor's not around, Rose is just like. The Germans lose. You guys are sick. Like you're fine. <laughs> Rose, Rose has no issue just <laughs> divulging some secrets here and there. <laughs> Rose has no problem with just alternating the course of history just a little bit. But I, I feel like Nancy's the person to tell because Nancy can't do shit all with that information. Uh, you'd, you'd just get you'd no, get locked would. up, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Well, would you, or would you just be ignored? You'd, uh, like, you'd probably be ignored, yeah. Or you'd, you'd yeah. be told, jolly goods, keep spreading that propaganda for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> By Jenkins and Jensen and everyone else. That's and there. Captain who Jack has sex with or whatever his <laughs> Again, name that's his real name. Yeah. Uh, no, but I just, I love I love those moments. Um, let's talk about yeah, the... No, there was, there was a, we didn't really talk about it, but yeah, that that was quite a nice moment, like where... Where Nancy just cannot imagine a world that mm. isn't just ridden with war, and there's 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 no future in her mind. There's no future. Mm. Uh, there's no way out of this scenario they're in now. And it is nice that Rose gives her a little bit of hope and a little bit like now things do get better. This isn't the end of it all. <laughs> bit more than hope. It's flat out the answer. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's a nice bit of hope. <laughs> she should have put the layer on the cake and uh, the topping on the cake and just gone. Oh, and Hitler shoots himself as well. It's, yeah. it's a bit of an L day for Hitler. Um, no, yeah, good. I like I like Rose's humanity. Um, More Hitler talk to come in later episodes. Oh, there is as well. The fact that that isn't even a joke. <laughs> there is more, plenty more Hitler with his name. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, I do appreciate that it took them six seasons to get round to the everyone's first instinct with a time machine. Let's go yeah. kill Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you don't. You don't want that, do you? For the for the record. Uh, you're a, <laughs> no, I don't like because supporter. I no because what happens is I actually go back and kill his mum instead. Ah, so. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Is that just, that? Is that that woman same. on TikTok that's like if I was Hitler's mum or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the woman who's her actual username is if I was Hitler's mum. Yeah. <laughs> She's good friends with she's still, she's Captain Jack. 
<laughs> she stitches a lot with man, yeah. Captain Captain who Jack has sex with. Whatever. We don't even know what even we said at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's a captain though. He's decorated. Um, I don't know, but I get confused because Captain Jack's also a captain. So I'm like, why don't we Jack who Captain? No, Captain who Captain Jack had sex. There's too many captains. Captain who Captain Jack had sex with. I think we said officer who Captain Jack had sex with the first time. Yeah, but I think he's a captain now. There's no way of knowing. He got promoted. <laughs> because of all the sex. <laughs> what a silly little show this is. Really, no, we're making it silly. This is... This, we, no, no, I mean, this show has still got legs. Oh, silly yeah. Little, in, in that case, yeah. What a silly little podcast this is. <laughs> um, Horrendous. Uh, Lawrence, everybody lives. Everybody. What do you make of this ending? I love it yeah i enjoy it i look doctor who can be dark and it can be gritty and you can have episodes where like you know the villains win and the doctor's left defeated and all that blah 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 but there's just something lovely and magical about endings like this mm. where the doctor literally says just this once everybody lives and it's part and that is the magic which keeps me coming back to Doctor Who. Yeah. It's moments like that which are why I love this show so much, which is why I've stayed with it for almost 20 years at this point. Yeah. Um, because it is. It's magical and it's beautiful and it's it's just nice it's, to have it's wholesome. moments and endings like that. Exactly. And also, like when you, when you put this into a character perspective, right, what's on the cards here? And again... You can't knock some of the earlier episodes because of budget reasons and everything. Um, there we go. There's the mention. We we almost got through one episode without talking about the budget. Um, <laughs> but you can't you can't knock season one for it. But a lot of them have the scale of world-ending catastrophe. Like we talked about how Father's Day was supposedly a fucking all-round genocide. Yeah. But no one ever got that impression. It's just in one line um, yeah. because they can't show it. Um, when you put this into perspective of the Doctor is jumping around, fucking, like, leaping around, beaming like a moron, right? Because just this once, everyone lives. Put that into perspective of what he's lost prior to this season mm, and how he's yeah. seen two species just completely eradicated from existence. Yeah, uh, or because, you know, Daleks, who are Nazis, mm -hmm. um, just cannot get rid of their hatred and want to go to war with everyone. And yeah. and then there's two factions locked in a war, which is seemingly unending. It's, you know, there's parallels. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, and it's a fucking... It's just a good read mm -hmm. on it. And it's... I, I Again, I didn't remember any of this. The only thing I remembered was that everyone lives. And I remembered the... Um, a lot of the a lot of people that like this episode come up with the same criticism that the ending is just too optimistic, and I think the point that is the dumbest criticism. Yeah, yeah. that's so. Dumb. Oh, it was. Too, it made me feel too nice about myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see a more gritty, realistic depiction of war in Doctor Who. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Yeah. To that, the rebuttal would just be, "Isn't this nice? Like." <laughs> It's cool. And also... Doctor Who is nice. Yeah. But it's also... It's there from the beginning. This fix was there from the beginning. Yeah. Like, they, they sowed the seeds for a really impactful climax that made a lot of sense. It, I'd, I'd be more on board with it if, like, the nanobots were, like, evil or whatever. And the Doctor yeah. was like, well, I'm going to blow them up with the sonic screwdriver. And then it was like, everyone lives. Yay. And everyone cheered. Yeah. But it's more... The nanobots... There is no threat. The nanobots are just trying to do what they think is right. They're healing bots. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so the I'm just, I'm just a little bit confused. Yeah, at first. and the idea that they get the biological <clears throat> superior parent DNA and use it to go, oh, like the doctor even calls it like a software patch or something. He's like, yeah. they, they correct it. They, there's the there's the the implied of oh we fucked it, let's quickly fix everything that we can see. Yeah. Um. I I really like that. Um. I just think it's it's rooted in science. It it adds to the science fiction aspect of the show. Um, it it makes sense. I think it's I think it's nice and it's and it's fun. And the Doctor being chuffed, the the ninth Doctor being this chuffed, it's a rare he's so sight. Happy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's so happy at the end, which is which just makes it even nicer. Like yeah, especially when you think about like there's a reason why he is that happy. Yeah, there's there's a reason why like this is a win that he needed. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, beautiful beautiful ending and um, beautiful moments. Um, but it's not over yet because Lawrence, there's some more dancing to to be done. <laughs> there is certainly the TARDIS. Oh wait, actually, <laughs> let me just go back a little bit. Um, look, we've um, we've we've shared some some criticisms um, of of Rose um, with uh, with the past few episodes, yeah. um, and how there's there's certain strapping for next traits. week. <laughs> yes. um and you know we do like rose i like rose she's a she is a good character there's certain things about her which um rubbed me the wrong way a little bit um <laughs> she she seems very baffled and almost disgusted mm. by the the concept of jack flirting with a man there was a bit of that weren't there there was, yeah. yeah. There was a moment where the dog said, was like, oh, no, he's from the 51st century. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's different. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Rose. That's disgusting where you're from. <laughs> yeah. For the 51st, it's fine in the 51st century. <laughs> Plenty of time from now. Yeah. There is a bit of Is that. Rose homophobic? Well, she does, she does slap the doctor and call him gay. Jackie slaps the doctor. Oh, apologies. And, yeah. Yes. And uh, and then Rose is like, "Good, because you're gay." I'm fairly <laughs> yes. certain that's verbatim as well. That's <laughs> yes, exactly what she said. Yeah. Um. This certainly. I mean, it's t- it's a 2005 ism on the page, but it was written by it a is. gay man. Well, it wasn't. It was written by Stephen Moffat. Ooh. Who's not a gay man, and who's married? Mm, not to a man. No, to a woman. No, man. <laughs> That's outrageous. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I see it more as a 2005-ism. Uh, no, I do too. I do too. And I, th- and I think it's more Rose is the audience perspective. Yeah. More more than necessarily Rose. Um, Rose is channeling all the gammons at home. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Rose is channeling your dad. No, when, come on. When, uh, no, I didn't mean you. I mean like the audience. Keith like, out. He's progressive. <laughs> no, I like it. Keith's a, hey, Keith is an inclusive king. Yeah, and he is accepting. He's gay world. himself. <laughs> I think he is. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he, he's married to your mum. But, <laughs> but he would be if he could, Nathan. And isn't that what being an ally is all about? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> yeah. Think about that one for more than two seconds. <laughs> um, I don't even know where we are anymore. Um, but yeah, no, no, I do think it is more just a 2005 ism than anything. Yeah. But again, it is just one of those moments where I was like, 
Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Most of this show's mileage comes out of something that is now distasteful in 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 modern day <laughs> setting, and us being like, Rose is racist. <laughs> the Doctor is racist. Someone's racist or homophobic in almost every episode. Um, yeah. At least so far. Um, what do you, the last thing I'll say? Um, oh, we can get. Oh no, no. You wanted to bring up the dance. Let's do the dance. Well, yeah. There's just everyone's fucking at the end, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, the TARDIS has a disco setting with its lights that I'd never seen before. Yes. Um, once again, I do not like that TARDIS interior. Fucking it's love so that TARDIS. Dull. It's so dull and drab, and it's. I think. I think we've had our poll for it's next our week. Our poll. <laughs> Lock it in. <laughs> We're doing we're doing polls on Twitter, everyone. No, but like so. g- genuinely, like jokes aside, um, <laughs> it's a. Fu- I really some of my highlights of this week have been little fun, it, like the the very few of you who have who have had a little opinion. Oh, yeah. Have have some more. They're fun. They're yeah, they're a good join time. Us, join us on Twitter. I still got legs pod. We we do a little poll. Well, I think we're gonna do a little poll every week now. Yeah, they're fun. Um, Wait till we run yeah. out of big hitters like screwdrivers, Tardises, and doctors. <laughs> now, then we'll be fucked. Well, yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. for the moment. Which anyway. character would you kill when all four options are Adam? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. One. What gun would you use to kill Adam? <laughs> we'll save those <laughs> for a rainy week. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but, have, but yeah. Um, yeah, not a fan of that TARDIS. It's it's too drab and dull, and it's just you're fucking stupid, man. Like, it's a fucking. <laughs> no. What's your favourite TARDIS then? The uh, the eleventh slash twelfth Doctor's TARDIS, but specifically when it's uh, used by twelve, fucking... because it's it's decorated a little bit differently. Then you're talking about it's... only having brown. That's just a silver spaceship. It's not though, because again, it's decorated differently, mm. and you know there's bookcases. I like the bookcases. There's bookcases and chalkboards and music and statues and everything as well. So yeah, it's 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 quite nice. Um, so yeah, it's the one. This is the one. Your big rebuttal to a lot of the things I say because yours, all of your favorite options seemingly are what comes later, and mine yeah. are what comes <laughs> either first or sooner. Um, yeah. The this is the only time I'll give credit to your nostalgia argument. It's the first TARDIS I ever saw. It's the TARDIS set I had when I when I was playing with it when I was younger. I love that TARDIS. It is nostalgia. I can see flaws in it, but I love it. I can see nothing but flaws in it. I will say I did enjoy the um, the the fact that they obviously just built um, probably probably just for this shot, but they like put the the set of Jack's ship just around the mm. the door to the actual set of the TARDIS. Yeah. Like they they would have built Jack's ship set just around that door. Um, so they could actually go through into it, which was which was quite good. That was quite interesting. It was nice, but it must Jack's Martini must have been through the roof strong for him to ignore the <laughs> right next to him. <laughs> well, it's 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 done a silent arrival every now and then. Has it? Has um, it done a sneaky one? Yeah, there's a there's a line in a um, in a in a Matt Smith episode where where Rivers flying the TARDIS and he's like, but it's not doing the noise, and she's like. It's not supposed to do the noise. You just left the brakes on. Oh, and everyone was like, "Don't like that." Oh, really? I'd like that. That's fun. <laughs> well, it also doesn't make sense because all the other Tardises, whenever they've showed up, have made that noise. Maybe everyone's shit at flying the Tardis far <laughs> river. Maybe. Yeah. Um, one. The last thing I'll say um, is, <laughs> I'll read this verbatim because I think I wrote it quite nicely. Oh. 
to reiterate, I don't like Adam. <laughs> that's not that's not the end of it. That's not the end of it. We don't like Adam. Uh, but he was denied a TARDIS seat because he wanted to be a microchip inventor or something. Yeah. Jack is welcome aboard uh, because his sloppy con man skills almost caused planetary genocide. And the doctor's like, you're a good lad in the end. But he is, though. I know he but is. He is. <laughs> First of all, with Jack, it was an accident. Okay. <laughs> I, f- I fucked was, up, doctor. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was purely an accident. And he wasn't... I was going to say he wasn't trying to do it for personal gain, but he was conning people. But <laughs> he absolutely was. I don't think it stays yeah, that but, way, but he was. But it's it's not the same though. Like it's and and Jack was actually helping to stop it, whereas Adam was just all a hundred percent about himself. Yeah. And just and just being like, oh, let me fucking love microchips or whatever. <laughs> he does love microchips. So, it must be so. Yeah. He. Yeah, it's different. I I know it's different. I just thought it was a funny comparison that Doctor's okay, A-okay with one of them. And is like, you piece of dog shit, don't ever fucking talk to me. I'll leave you on Earth with a big hole in your head, you cunt. Well, I'd do that to Adam too. He is a cunt. He is a cunt, yeah. Fuck Adam. We hate Adam. We're going to get merch saying, fuck Adam. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, Nathan, unless you've got anything else to say, I think you know what time it is. Weirdo of the week. Weirdo. What a great theme song. Um, yes, Lawrence, it is time for everyone's favourite segment of the week. That is, of course, Weirdo of the Week, where we like to take a look at some grubby little characters that cross our screen each week on this weird wonderful and wacky show that is doctor who we like to take a moment to focus in on some of the uh, little weirdos that we come across so lawrence who are you taking a look at this week my weirdo of the week uh very simple one normally you like to give a bit of context as to why mm. they're a weirdo um i'm a massive fan um i don't necessarily think she's a weirdo i just love this interaction in the episode and I wanted to highlight it. Um, okay, so you're, you're so you're cheating. No, 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 no. She, I, it's still a, she's still a bit of a weirdo, because okay. she she brushes off something that should require more clarification. What is it? Let's go. So uh, at the end, the nanobots restore everyone, all the gas mask people. Um, yes. And oh, Nancy's Jamie's mum. Nancy's ja- Nancy's Jamie's mum. Yeah, I called her a mother earlier on in the episode. They know what's up. Milf. Milf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wasn't expecting that. Um, the she's of age, right? Of course she is. She's got like six year old son. Yeah, but you want to you want to check the actress was she didn't have him. She didn't have him when she was twelve. Yeah, but how old was that actress when she filmed this? Probably like thirty two. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> For your sake. Uh, my weirdo of the week uh, is the woman who is not completely freaked out that she's grown her own leg back. Um, <laughs> I was gonna. Be, I was so close to picking her. As well. <laughs> I just think it's it's a fun interaction. She comes over and she's like, "I woke up here, but I was down the road a, a, five minutes ago." And he's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Also, doctor, my legs back." And he's like, "Crazy, isn't it?" <laughs> mad, mad. Yeah, and she and she's fine with that. That's the explanation. I also like that Doctor Constantine's like. 
are you sure you lost your leg? Like, there is a war going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you, uh, yeah, maybe you misplaced it somewhere. Or... <laughs> or you might be wrong, yeah. Yeah, I was very close to picking her as well, so. Yeah. yeah but then you, 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 gave your, you gave your hand a little bit, but elaborate, please. Did I? Did I give away my hand? Or was it a red herring? Oh, fuck, no. Go on. No, it wasn't. Um, so oh, you did then. My, <laughs> my weirdo of the week is a character we've talked about a little bit already. It is, of course, uh, Officer who Captain Jack has sex with. Okay. Purely yes. <laughs> because in that scene, like, um, the I think we said his name is Private Jenkins or whatever. Private Jenkins is very clearly and very visibly, like, on his deathbed. Like, dude is sweating. Yeah. Dude is, like, coughing up a storm. <laughs> he cannot sit up straight. He's hunched over the desk, practically fucking... He looks like he is ready to pass out and just die. And he and Captain Officer, whoever Jacket, whatever the fucking guy's name is, yeah. he's like, "Yeah, this is fine. We can, we can we can leave her locked up with this guy." There's a, he, he seems he's good in good enough condition. There's absolutely nothing wrong here whatsoever. And he's like, "Help me!" Like he is like literally just begging to be shot at that point. His eyes are bugging so, out, and he's just like, "Yeah, and, uh, why don't you make us a good cup of tea afterwards?" A, a private Jensen. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah so um so that's my way of doing it so for you, not you... recognizing workplace uh illnesses yeah but that's because he heard captain jack was outside and he's he's, that's true, he's yeah. eager for a bit more um, when did he get fucking infected or whatever because like i don't know he was like i'm fine but now you're my mummy oh uh it, the nanobots went airborne at one point didn't they Maybe. And Rose was like, anyway. what's helping me? And the doctor was like, nothing. And Rose was like, that's fine then. I'm glad we established that. <laughs> no no one give me any protective clothing. Don't worry about it. Great. I missed that. Um, anyway, yeah, there we go. That is uh, my weirdo of the week. What a good time. What a fun, fun event. Uh, next week's going to be a fun one. Uh, what is it next? What's it called? Boomtown. The Return of Mayor Slitheen. It's, uh, yeah, I, think, I reckon we should record next week's podcast live in Cardiff. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> we'll just set up a little table in like Cardiff Bay. In the, we'll what's go. that part of Cardiff called uh, that has? It's where the secret Torchwood entrance is. It's where the rift. Cardiff is. Bay. Is it called Cardiff it's, Bay? Yeah, it's Cardiff Bay. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do yeah. that. Yeah. It's where the Millennium Center is. It's where the uh, the water tower is. Mm. It's where. It's all there, yeah. Nice. Conveniently, it happens where it's cheapest <clears throat> for BBC to film, isn't it? I think it's like literally like down the road from their studios. Love. So. Lovely. Yeah. Easy peasy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> lovely. Well, if you've enjoyed these, uh, we, we are catching up in the weird world of Doctor Who every single Monday at 10 a.m. Uh, we're going to be having a Wizzo Wizzo time as we go through. Uh, we're almost coming to an end of season one, so. Yeah, yeah. There. Three episodes left. Catch up, uh, enjoy the last remnants of the ninth Doctor, and get excited for the tenth Doctor to show up pretty soon. Um, give us uh, a follow on Twitter. We are at Still Got Legs Pod. Um, join in on those polls. Join in on your vote. Yeah, let us know what you think. Um, I am tired of being right all the time, so it's about time someone came in. And <laughs> he's rolling his eyes. I've got to him. <laughs> it's about time no no as I said earlier seriously it's, it's a great bit of interaction it's really fun for the people that have interacted already uh, crack on thank you yeah thank you and, and, and share it around with your mates it's still 
I wonder I wonder when we can work this out of the outro, but it's still a relatively new podcast. Season two. When we get to season two. Okay. Then then it's officially yeah. yeah. Um yeah. Right, well you haven't got long. Share it with your mates. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we'll still ask you, we just won't say it's relatively new. Oh that's fine then, yeah. No, well then there's no there's not too much time limit, but the sooner the better. Chop chop. Uh, as as officer who has sex with Captain Jack would say. <laughs> Nathan people can give us a review, uh, but I don't know how. Would you please explain it to me? Uh, so you can go onto your podcast app of choice. You can pull up the review system. You can give us five stars. You can't give us four in one let. Yes, don't even try. Yep. Uh, give us five stars. Give us more if you can, and let us know what you thought about this silly little show, this silly little um, podcast. Yeah, epic. There we go. Epic, is it Le Bacon? What's the meme? Epic Le Bacon. Le Bacon. As they said in 2009. The theme song's playing by the way. Oh, nice. Okay. Should I be quiet then? Yeah. Okay. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.